friends, and welcome to another episode of How To Wrestling, the world's first wrestling podcast detailing how to wrestling, how to get interesting, how to understand wrestling, and goodness knows, maybe even how to enjoy Trump, sorry, wrestling. Hello, I'm Kevin Mann, resident explainer of wrestling and all things mystical in the worlds of sports entertainment, joined alongside by my better half in this endeavour, uh, Joe Graham. Hi. How are you doing today, Joe? Not great. I woke up, uh, I was excited for my Saturday. We had uh, big plans. I was going to play video games. I was going to eat nice food. I was going to maybe maybe a glass of wine later oh, on. This sounds like a lovely Saturday. I know, but, but do you know what happened, Kevin? What happened? Do you know what happened? Instead, my terrible boyfriend who made me get into this stupid wrestling Oh, not him again. I Who hate makes him. me do this podcast every couple of weeks. <laughs> Made me watch three plus hours of Donald fucking Trump. Ooh, why did he do that? Jesus. You're a bad boyfriend. I'm a bad boyfriend. Okay, we are doing how to Trump today. And first of all, the person I should apologize most to is the person sitting across from me. I'm very sorry that I've had to put you through all this. I'm not sure I forgive you. My mother told me there'd be days like this. <laughs> you know? She sat me down and she said, Kevin, yeah. if you ever do a podcast about wrestling with a girlfriend, and one of the episodes is about the future president of the United States, who is Donald Trump, <laughs> It's just like Van Morrison prophesied. (laughs) It's in the main calendar. It is. Right. I will address this straight off the bat because when we posted that we were doing How to Trump, which I now in retrospect think probably should have been a surprise and not something I should have earmarked ahead of time. But anyway, past Kevin. Past Kevin. He's He's even worse than present Kevin. A lot of people have been angered confused, befuddled, and for the first time ever in the history of HR wrestling, sad that we're doing an episode on a particular topic. Yes. I I mean why are why are we doing what it's Donald Trump? Yeah. Do we really have to add to this conversation? I mean everyone is talking about him and surely he's not even I mean, he's not a wrestler. No, he's not a wrestler. But I will. <laughs> he's, I, never been, he's never been a wrestler. No, right? he's never a been a wrestler. No. When he was doing the the art of the deal. No, he, like. no. The current president of the United States is not a wrestler, Joe. He's just a real estate developer like, who t- became a reality star <laughs> who happened to dabble in wrestling and become president. Because to me, this is like. I mean, I can't speak, obviously, for Americans who I can't even imagine how they're feeling right now. But for me, this is very strange. I didn't even know Donald Trump existed until earlier this year. Yeah, that, that for me was quite quite strange. And I will say as well, for a lot of UK fans, myself included, the first exposure we got to Donald Trump was through wrestling. I was very, very shocked to find out, because there are a lot of videos and stuff going around in New Year about what a crazy year 2016 was, and how many people were like... Yeah, we don't even know who this Donald Trump guy is. Who like people I, in yeah. the UK didn't know who he was at all. I didn't even know who he. I didn't hear about him until like I think about a month after he announced his bid for presidency. Mm. I didn't even know it was him who did all that stuff about Obama's birth certificate. Yeah, I, I knew about the birth certificate stuff. I didn't know it was Donald Trump, and I didn't know as well. The most important thing about this, I didn't realize there was an American Apprentice. <laughs> yeah. There's an American version of Lord Alan Sugar. What yeah, the it's hell? Yeah, the original. The, the Sugar one is uh, pays uh, money to to Trump, as far as I know. For only the, the, the original rights. sounds a lot worse than Alan Sugar. Yeah, and I will say off the bat, okay, <laughs> if you think this is going to be a political thing, because I've actually have had tweets people going, please don't just give out about Donald Trump's policies. If you've come here today for a deconstruction of Donald Trump's befuddling, beguiling, divorce. Vice of rhetoric and political policies. 
why the fuck are you listening to a wrestling podcast, all right? If you're living in a bubble to the extent that you're getting your political news from a wrestling podcast... You've gone somewhere wrong You've there. gone somewhere you made wrong, a wrong turn. Dave Meltzer will do many things for you, but he will not tell you how to vote with good conscience in any elections. But I will say this, and I don't mean this to, to say that I'm trying to excuse this or anything, okay? It's not a case of us just kind of normalizing him or trying to glorify him or anything like that, mm. okay? If you didn't see the episode artwork and you've not listened to any previous episodes of this, you can probably guess our opinions on Donald Trump, the politician. <laughs> <laughs> That's my opinion. And if you think that, you know, that this is going to be a great platform for us to have a great fucking chat about politics and Donald Trump and why you think he's great or no, why... thank you. It's probably not going to be the best medium to do it, okay? I don't feel I'm educated enough on Donald Trump or American politics to even have a platform to of which to speak about that at great length. <laughs> and I will say as well, I know for a lot of people, it's a scary time, all right? It's very easy for us over here, you know, like, like I always say when you're watching Planet Earth with David Attenborough... I always like to add the end of every single line anytime something scary happens on planet Earth. Just, uh, you know, Dave Ratner going, but of course, I'm safe back here in England. <laughs> so if we're talking about anything crazy and scary happening over in America, obviously do take it with a pinch of salt of, but of course, we're safe back here in England, where it's not directing us. So I understand that if you are someone who's been personally affected or very scared or worried about the future in America... I understand, and if you don't want to listen to this episode, you, you think it's 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 in poor taste. I accept that. What I will say, for the matter of fact, though, okay, and this is the analogy I've drawn. We were doing a podcast about robot wars. <laughs> yes, let's do fuck this fuck episode. This. What are we doing? Let's what are we do doing? a podcast about robot, robot wars. <laughs> if we were doing a podcast about robot wars, which we should, and Joe was introducing novice Kevin to robot wars because Joe is that she's the warhead here. That's true. The two of us, okay? I'm the robot head. She is. She's a total gear nut. If that was the situation, and say for whatever reason that in the history of robot wars there were a few seasons where I don't know Nigel Farage from the UKIP party he was in there and he did a storyline where he bought robot wars from Craig Charles and oh, he had a robot and Craig Charles had a robot and whoever lost that robot fight had to eat a really hot curry or something like that a you know, Greg something. Sausage Roll yeah something really nasty or violent oh, wait no Greg Sausage Rolls are nice um I can't think of anything gross. Never the mind. Uh, the low fat sourdough pasties from Greg's. I heard they're good. Fuck off, they're not. They're sour. That's rude. They're sour and they're flimsy. Have you had one? Like Donald Trump's policies. Hey! Oh, politics. That's the last politics joke Kevin's allowed to make. But if they also did a storyline there where Nigel Farage boss fucking robot wars and then was inducted into the robot wars hall of fame and then later on it turns out that craig charles and his missus have been donating millions of pounds to ukip and then afterwards craig charles wife i don't even know is he married i don't know for the sake of argument let's just say that craig charles gets made the official dj and uh, dance <laughs> remix master of the government and in this uh, weird scenario where nigel farage has become prime minister of the united kingdom it would stand to good reason that if he had all that involvement in robot wars and then he became the highest official politician in the land, we do an episode about him on our Robot Wars podcast. But let's be honest, that's never going to happen, is it? No. 2017, don't you dare. I'm just saying, like, when you go through what happened here with Trump and wrestling and also what's happening in the real world, let's not take anything for granted here, folks. Oh, We're living in weird times. That's the strangest thing about... All of this, and I'm including all the segments that we watched this morning, is how how not weird it is. Isn't that weird? How not weird it feels. How like everyone's just kind of totally. It's like yeah, we're watching all these segments on WWE about like 
Donald Trump being there and he's on WrestleMania and he does all this stuff and it's like, yeah. And he's oh and he's he's going to be president now. So, you said you knew nothing more, you knew nothing about Trump before no. any of the political stuff. So, literally nothing. And I only knew he was any he had any involvement in wrestling at all um, because when when I did hear about his presidency bid and you were like, oh, Donald Trump's running for presidency and then you had to explain who he was and you were like, oh, and he was involved in wrestling. And then you said nothing else. And I remember we were with friends at the time and who were going to say things about his involvement and you were like, no, shut up. It was Adam and Billy. I remember I shut their butts yeah, down. Yeah, <laughs> someday, someday we might do an episode on him when he, you know, loses his bid for presidency. <laughs> 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 Good times in mm. 2015. Like. And so slowly, 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 days passed, weeks passed, months passed, and here we are. It's so interesting because Trump is like, he will never understand in the UK what he is. No, truly. I still don't know who he is. Because really. I've been doing a lot of reading about him because I've become minorly obsessed with him over the last year and just kind of his rise and been doing loads of research about like his previous dealings and all the shit that he's caused and all the scandal and whatnot. But over in America, particularly on you know, the East Coast, there is this kind of connection, particularly for people who grew up in the 70s and the 80s. And oftentimes a lot of um, like people who come from immigrant families, because Trump is originally from an immigrant family. His grandfather came over from Germany. Oh, I didn't know that. Dodged a draft in the process. But anyway, <laughs> he, he inherited more than one thing from his grandfather, I guess. <laughs> but um, he was always synonymous with success. Here was a man who came into the country with nothing and built an empire and then gave millions to his son, who also built an empire, who gave millions to his son and also built a bigger empire. He was a symbol of the American dream of success. Here is a guy who is like capitalism, greed is good, you know, names on the side of towers. We measure success by how many zeros are at the end of your bank account, how braggadocious you are. There was no humility about him. And he was always considered that symbol of like, that's what success is. And that's trickled down, I think, over a lot of generations. A lot of the older generation have always had that with Trump. And Trump's dealings with WWE started way, way, way back when. WrestleMania 4, WrestleMania 5, so some of the first big events that WrestleMania actually had, were held in Trump buildings, in Trump Plaza, in Atlantic City. First time and only time back-to-back WrestleManias were held in the same venue Donald wow. Trump hosted them. Because, yeah, that's the thing. It's, we don't have that in the UK. Like, any anyone who's so associated with, like, success, money, and power. Richard Branson is the closest I can think yeah, of. Yeah, we all fucking hate him. Yeah. I think this is the whole thing about living in England and, I don't know, being British, I guess, is you have this kind of innate thing inside you, which means you have to claw down the success of everyone yeah. and be like, ha-ha, make fun of them. I don't think Trump, in the way that he exists in America, I don't think he could exist in the UK. No. I'm not saying in any way that he would be Well, because the, the, the narrative but... built into the backbone of America is American dream. Anyone yeah. can start with nothing or a million dollar loan and make something out of themselves. That's, like, you know. I find it so weird the way that so many people are willing to like lift him up. Whereas, yeah. like, for me, that seems like, I don't know, like, we don't do that. We, we no. lift ourselves up. Yeah, we tear people <laughs> down. We tear other people in the down. Kingdom. It's like, oh, there's someone, Boris Johnson, he's very rich and famous, right? Let's tear him down. We hate him. It's similar in Ireland, but instead of figuratively tearing them down, we just yeah. go, mm, this is well for some, and then we uh, don't invite him around for a tea. <laughs> don't send him a Christmas card. Yeah, we speak ill of them in the village fair, you know? <laughs> so before we delve into all the. Delightful segments that, I don't want to say that I showed Joe, I subjected you to these uh, yeah. of, of Trump. It's time for This Week I Learned in Wrestling. <gasps> so this week I learned in wrestling that um, Donald Trump is somehow involved in wrestling. <laughs> Didn't know that. 
weird. Was there like lots of stuff coming out about his wrestling stuff? Did you find generally from being online? No, nothing. It's so weird, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, the occasional thing, like someone will post a picture of him with like Vince McMahon in the chair. Yeah. But like, that's it. I didn't know how involved he was at all. I thought maybe he like... John Stewart would like make a guest appearance on WrestleMania and be like there, and then the crowd would be like, "Hey, it's Donald Trump's Trump." Trump's gonna cast uh, John Cena his 16th world title. <laughs> Him with a chair, team with Seth Rollins. No, I had absolutely no idea what to expect. I didn't. No idea. The relationship goes back many, many years. Like, as I said, you know, they hosted WrestleManias there, and I think because Trump and Vince were both kind of billionaires on the rise in the early 80s, because you know, Vince and Trump, there's a lot of parallels. Father was successful, but they resented their father for only being so successful when they could be so much more. Trump's father, you know, would only build in Queens. Trump's wanted to build in Manhattan around the world. Vince's father would only promote in New York. Vince wanted to be worldwide. That's so weird. Real parallels there. Are they friends? They are. They're friends. They're they're mates. It's a very, very telling thing that one of the few people that Vince follows on Twitter is Donald Trump. That's true, actually, because I I remember like a year ago, I looked just to see who he was following. It's like Stephanie McMahon, Linda McMahon, Shane McMahon, Roman Reigns, (laughs) Donald Trump. But yeah, they they hosted WrestleMania 4 and 5, and, you know, Trump was trying to make Atlantic City to be this big hotbed of entertainment and make Atlantic City this, you know, like the beacon of the East Coast. It was going to be like Las Vegas. He built a lot of casinos there, put a lot of buildings there. Of course, Atlantic City has fallen on tremendously hard times since then. WrestleMania 4 and 5 are often regarded as being two of the worst WrestleManias because Trump Plasma is many things, but being a great venue for wrestling, it is not. Big fucking barn, and there's these weird little steps going down. Barn. It's literally a barn. Well, I'd say like it's, it's, it's a big building. Man. Oh, okay. Barn for me means a barn. Oh, right. I was going to say barm as well. It's not a big sandwich because we're here in Manchester, you know. I it's a big idea. sandwich. It's fucking terrible. There's no seats, just bread. I love the idea of Donald Trump like being like, yeah, Vince, come over here. We're going to in this barn, this barn game right. where you belong. They have these like, instead of a rampway, there's these kind of like long steps down. And I swear to fucking God, like 90 people on their way to the ring in WrestleMania 4 and 5 slipped <gasps> and nearly fucking broke their neck like it's oh so God. awkward so yeah really analogous of Trump not being a great fit in the wrestling world even your fucking building is hard to get on with <laughs> Trump appeared a number of times he'd be like a famous fan in the audience uh, right like during the Attitude Era oftentimes like over in Madison Square Garden of course in the front row Donald Trump he's a great friend of Vince so is he a wrestling fan yes Really? That's so weird. Who do you think Donald Trump's favourite wrestler is? I say that Trump is a fan of wrestling in the way that he's a fan of KFC. He claims to eat it, but he eats it with a knife and fork. So he watches (laughs) wrestling, but he probably watches it upside down like a bat. With people (laughs) describing it to him, whispering in his ears. So I don't think he's actually a wrestling fan, but he knew that... You know, Trump was one of these guys, I think, that he knew that saying that he liked wrestling made him an everyman like many of his brands things about trump is i'm a billionaire but yeah i like fast food i like watching wrestling i'm a normal guy kind of thing trump was often shown you being a fan in the audience and the same one that we watched and this was eerie as fuck and wrestlemania 20 is where it happened and wrestlemania 20 we'll find out in later episodes is eerie for other reasons but we had jesse the body ventura interviewing donald trump this was strange I suppose. Why, why was it so strange? What do you mean? Well, you got Jesse Ventura coming out, okay? And Jesse was former governor of Minnesota. He's been in movies with Arnold Schwarzenegger. So he was, was a... former 
governor of Minnesota at this point. He was governor of Minnesota like 99, 2000, wow. 2002. So this is just roughly a year or two after that. So he's a governor that became a wrestler. No, he was a wrestler that became a governor. And then went back to wrestling. Well, he went back to, I mean, he, he quit wrestling very early. He was involved in wrestling, but he couldn't real wrestle because of injuries and oh, stuff okay. like that. So he was a commentator, an interviewer, a personality. Oh, okay. And he was here as he was part of the Hall of Fame. But he goes over to interview Donald Trump in the audience. And what was so strange about this was how calm Donald Trump seemed by comparison when he's talking with Jesse here. It's 2004. The Apprentice has just started. Is the only season or two in. And Donald Trump is like, oh, hi, Jesse. It's very nice to meet you. Seems pretty normal. I'm I'm a big fan. I just love being here at WrestleMania. He's so fucking chill. Mm. He's almost unrecognisable. If anything, he seems a little nervous. He does, doesn't he? Yeah. He's often been claimed to be this big, braggadocious, in your... Like, Trump has always been like the Trump we've seen for the last two years. Mm. But honestly, I don't know if he's always... I mean, he's a lot meeker here. I don't know. I mean, being here with Jesse the Body Ventura would always make him Intimidating, yeah. Particularly when he's rocking that beard and that bandana. He looks like Big Show meets Peter Jackson, I think. <laughs> he's going to come out with a big carrot, like, yeah. you know, interview Donald Trump. <laughs> And the weirdest thing about it was that Jesse the Body Ventura turns to Donald Trump and says, can I count on your moral and financial support if I'm going to run for president? Why don't we put a president in the White House in 2008? That's a wrestler. And we all had a good laugh. How absurd it is that that man who actually held high political office was claiming he was going to be president. Little did we know. <laughs> well, that the other guy was. But the other guy was going to be president. Well, I think is most interesting about this though is that Donald Trump said one hundred percent, and that now he's president of the United States. And is Jesse Ventura still involved in government? Not in, not in politics. No. Okay, Jesse, well, Jesse's he... doing conspiracy theories and living off grid now. That's what he does. Well, if he ever decides to go back into politics, he has it on camera that Trump promised to support him. 100%. I think as we've all learned, it doesn't matter what you have of Donald Trump on camera, it doesn't really make much difference, <laughs> in all fairness, you know? <laughs> we then fast-forwarded to January 8th, 2007. And Donald Trump had a number of things going for him at the time. The Apprentice was one of the number one shows in America at the time. However, by comparison to when it started, its ratings had started to sink and sag. And people thought that, oh, maybe this Apprentice show isn't really doing as well as it could be. Enter a very public feud with Rosie O'Donnell. Now, Rosie O'Donnell is someone who, over here in the UK, means fucking nothing. I mean, did you know anything about her? I mean, I didn't. When you said her name, I kind of was like, oh, I've heard of her. But I couldn't place, I couldn't, like, visualise her or anything. I did Google her this morning, and I realised I've seen her in, like, Nip Tuck and stuff. She's made a few cameos and things I've seen. But I don't really know anything about her. She was, like, on the... She was the host of The View at the time, which was, like, their version of Loose Women... And she was a comedian. She used to sub in for Jay Leno on his chat show when he wasn't around. You know, kind of loud, braggadocious New York kind of thing she had going for her. And she hated Donald Trump, IRL. Right, you think you fucking suffered. I tried to figure out, why did Donald Trump and Rosie O'Donnell not like each other? Was And I watched like an hour of fucking clips of like Donald Trump saying, oh, she's a fucking piece of shit dog. I fucking hate her. It's it's awful. Awful. She's... 
left-leaning, right? Yeah. I mean, that's how they introduced her as the He left-leaning. was at the time as well. Was he? Yeah. What do you mean? Trump was taught he supported all Democrats all throughout the early 2000s and the 90s. He was mates with, he fucking congratulated Hillary Clinton said she's going to be one of the best presidents ever in 2008 when she was oh, running. Yeah. So he's flip-flopped on that as well. Yeah, he was left-leaning himself at the time. That's so strange because like, Donald Trump I'm aware of now, it doesn't surprise me at all that he doesn't like someone like Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. He's made fun of, he's made comments about like overweight women before and he definitely doesn't like the LGBT community nope. very much. And women who speak as well, not yeah, a he fan doesn't, of those. he doesn't like that at all. No. So yeah, it doesn't surprise me that he didn't like her. The genesis of all this bullshit, which I tried to get to the bottom of, was that, you know, Trump runs like the Miss Universe pageants yes. and all that jazz. Well, one of the Miss Universes, she was below the age of 21. There was a scandal where she was out drinking and, like, doing drugs and, like, causing a scene. And everyone was like, oh, you should strip her of her crown and all this stuff because she's not befitting of the title. Mm. And Trump held this big press conference. He's like, everyone deserves a second chance. And I think she's a fabulous Miss Universe. One of the greatest, believe me, she's a fabulous Miss Universe. My hands are normal. Don't don't look at them. (laughs) Uh, And he said that he would forgive her. And Rosie took exceptions to this, basically saying, like, who are you as some sort of moral arbiter to say what's right and wrong and you're so you know Miss Universe is a load of shit anyway and like it's really patronising for you to be like oh you know don't worry everyone makes mistakes and he responded by saying that she was uh he wanted to sue her and take money out of her fat ass Wait, pockets. Wait, why is he suing her? Because if you insult Trump, he threatens to sue you. That's his kind of modus operandi. I'm confused. So back when this happened, I thought everyone thought of him as a good guy. Yeah, people took his side on this. A lot of people did. Why was he just suing her for no reason? Because that's what. Because Trump is rich. And what if you had all that money? Wouldn't but you have to sue anyone who said bad things about I you? I thought the very narrative of people suing other people was like, oh, those fucking dickheads always suing everyone. Yeah. I thought that was. Oh, this is so confusing. It is, but Trump Trump had a bit of public support on it. Now, I did a lot of digging and trying to figure this out, and The Observer and all the wrestling people who were commenting on this at the time were convinced that the whole Trump-Rosie feud outside of wrestling was just a work to try and get more people to watch The Apprentice, which had ratings that were going down, and also to get more people to watch The View, which had ratings going down, hmm. just to basically prop up... Rosie and Trump. That's a really clever idea. Also, how wrestling is that? <laughs> I know, right? Wow. Now, what unfortunately I think happened here, Joe, is that these jabroni marks didn't realise when they worked themselves into a shoot or when they're shooting at work, jabroni marks without a life. Brother. L- much love, HH. <laughs> so they do hate each other legitimately now, but I think there was a little bit of, you know, wrestling hmm. at play here. Cut to fucking Monday Night Raw, January 8th, 2007. A bleak time for wrestling. Very different to the wrestling that we're we're watching these days, let's just say. And you've got Vince McMahon introing this fucking madness where Donald Trump, in inverted commas, is going to take on Rosie O'Donnell. Now, he did liken this bout in his weird hype-up package saying that it was going to be like Rock and Austin or Hogan and Andre. It is quite like Hogan and Andre, this match. The WrestleMania 3 one, because yeah. they don't really move There's around. There's not much that happens. It's a bit boring. There's one move. Very slow. But they'll have you believe it's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the brash billionaire taking on the left-leaning lesbian. Vince buys Rosie O'Donnell. 
a special cake for her to eat. Except you said it wasn't Rosie O'Donnell, and that really confused me because I don't know what Rosie O'Donnell. I've Google imaged her, and <laughs> it looked like Rosie O'Donnell. She looked. She looked a lot more like Rosie O'Donnell than the guy they had playing Trump. The guy who played Trump looked fucking nothing like Trump. He was a handsome all. young man. Like yeah. that's what Donald Trump. He hires this dude every time there's a mayor just to appear there and be like. <laughs> Yeah, it's how you look. You look totally normal. He's got really big hands as well. <laughs> totally normal. Not a lizard. Definitely not. You're okay. It's fine, brother. <laughs> so yeah, that wasn't actually Rosie. It was a it was a fake Rosie O'Donnell. Okay. And Vince buys her a special cake. And he watches her eat this cake for what feels like years. It's very awkward. Also, what shape is the cake? Is it a whale? It looks a bit like a whale. Fudgy the Whale is apparently a popular brand of ice cream cake from the Americas. Wait, so that wasn't like homemade. That was a shop. That's a shop brand cake. cake. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna spoil this for you. Vince didn't make the cake himself. Why did he made the cake himself? I thought someone would have made the cake. It looks shit. <laughs> Why would you buy that? Vince is being like pure Selassie, like all laid back, like yeah, just you know whatever, like just three this together didn't even really try or whatever you know <laughs> although Vince watched her eat this cake for so long I have coined the term VinceForSale.com here <laughs> just fucking watching her yeah eat that cake he's having a special fork for her in yeah, his pocket but he put that right back in his jacket pocket after she was done with it and at the end of this Rosie says that she will eat Donald Trump mm. and the scary thing about this during this whole thing when Vince is like yeah eat that cake yeah is that you realise that there is live audio from the crowd and it is silent. It's eerily quiet. It's like a fucking funeral or something. Everyone's like, what's going on? Does everyone have awkward boners? And they're like, Ugh. Everyone's like, guys, just be quiet. Vince is trying to get off. We own this. Go ahead, Vince. Go ahead. Whack <laughs> off, okay? It is so awkward. <laughs> it's tremendously No one awkward. is into this. Oh, no God. one is having any fun. Hey, no, Vince is into this. Vince is into he it. He's is having... having a whale of a time. Hence why he bought a whale cake. <laughs> Uh, he get he gets to make fun of celebrities, make fat jokes, make lesbian jokes, and put all the heat on Donald Trump. Pretty much a win for Vince in his <laughs> book here. When I was scrolling through the network, I noticed that this match was actually longer than the Intercontinental Championship match that preceded it. For fuck's sake. Fake Donald Trump. He has a bit of a name for himself in the world of wrestling. Yeah. That is independent wrestler Ace Steel, who will not maybe ring an immediate bell mm. until I tell you that Ace Steel is a Chicago-based wrestler famous for training both Colt Cabana and CM Punk. Wow. So he is their mentor, taught them everything he knew. He was a big name in the world of wrestling. Reduced to impersonating Donald Trump in a match against Rosie O'Donnell. It's really sad. Isn't it? It's so fucking sad. Put him on commentary at least. Get him training. Oh, he, Jesus. He got a developmental deal after this, but this was his only appearance ever on TV. <laughs> Would you rather be in Brian Kendrick's shoes of training Eva Marie or have to impersonate Donald Trump in a match against Rosie O'Donnell? Fucking easily be Brian Kendrick. It's <laughs> where them Fans get your own flag? Yeah. Get a cut promos about N64s. I will call this the most self-indulgent segment in the history of WWE, which is obviously rich coming from me insisting on doing a Donald Trump episode on this wrestling podcast. <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell's theme when she comes out. Oh God, they picked the worst picture for her Titantron as well. It's literally like a mid-sneeze, like, uh, <laughs> ah, look at her. She looks like that always. It was a proper, like, Tim and Eric face. It was. Uh, <laughs> coming out of this, bah, 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 bah. she's a terrible okay, person. No, her music was fucking awesome, and it... Sound, it reminded me a lot of Samoa Joe's music. It was genuinely good as hell music. 
<laughs> like, it. You know Samojo's first music and then mm. his, his, his proper music. Mm. It's like halfway through the evolution, this is yeah. what it is. It's like literally, this is the Charmeleon of Samojo's <laughs> entrance music right there. <laughs> I wish they had the 2016-2017 obligatory, unnecessary, awkward crowd shots for this. Oh, Jesus. You imagine like, just like Rosie O'Donnell coming out, like shots of fake Donald Trump and Vince McMahon, and then just like a dad dancing or like a kid <laughs> crying. <laughs> Trump's theme sounds like a casino level on a Mario game. Like Trump's you know, music is really good. It's Titantron is great as well. It's all like money, pictures of Donald Trump from when he had different hair Back colors. when he was youngish. Just like, it's basically just like the art of the deal pictures on there. It looks it's great like and it doesn't change the entire way through, right down to his most recent appearance, which is like not that long ago. And he's still the old pictures of him <laughs> where he looks completely different. His hair and skin color is yeah. legitimately a completely different. His shape of his head is different. Every Everything is different, yeah. like almost unrecognizable. Do you like that Donald Trump's music has kind of lived on forever? Like there was an updated version of this, which then became the Money in the Bank theme. You know? Yeah, money, but I hate that it's money, associated money, with money, him because it's really good. Money, 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 money. Also, money. I always get it confused with um, Shane's music. That's here comes the money. Here, we here go. comes the money. Money, 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 money. But this is money. Money, 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 money. Of course, how ridiculous of me to get those two themes confused. And of course, Shane's music has got Shimon, here comes the new kid on the block. But the only lyrics in Donald Trump one is literally, I looked at the lyrics, it's supermodels, limousines. <laughs> it's literally just lists things like supermodels, limousines, lots of very nice things. <laughs> money, 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 money. I kept forgetting that Vince McMahon was sat in his little chair at ringside and every mm. time it cuts back to him and he's like, Ah, this is going exactly how I planned. <laughs> this is great. We are watching this on the network, which had highly edited crowd reactions. Uh, when this aired live, we were treated to We Want Wrestling Chance. Really? And for the first time in the history of WWE, I think the only time, TNA Chance. Wow. <laughs> you know that's bad. That's amazing, because like, the audience was dead. Yeah, absolutely was dead. not peep. This really reminds me of like, you know in Game of Thrones when Joffrey has his feast and has all the little people come out dressed as all his enemies and he's like, ah, fight for my amusement. Vince here like, ah, yeah, dress them up like the people I don't like, yeah. <laughs> Give me some of that pigeon pie, yeah. <laughs> they did nothing for like five minutes and they're both trained wrestlers. It was just more Rosie O'Donnell eating cake in the ring. She's a former NWA Women's Champion. Are you serious? Because <laughs> you thought they were just imitate, like... I thought they just yeah. got people... Well, okay, to be fair, I thought the Rosie O'Donnell person was maybe an imitator because she did... I thought she looked a lot like her. The Trump guy, I didn't know who he was. I thought maybe he was just some jobber. But yeah, no. Just, what the hell? I think he taught CM Punk and Cole Cabana any of those smooth moves he had in the ring here. Right. And meanwhile, that poor woman just making her eat cake to yeah, an audience of 800,000. Oh my for God. ages. So it's like they stall, they go to do a move, then they don't do a move. Then he cut back to confused looking Vince who's like, are you saying boo or hoo boy? What a great concept, Vince. <laughs> Lots of Trump hair jokes as well. Lots of fat jokes as well. Even though Rosie O'Donnell is literally like, just so average. So <laughs> Trump is literally fatter than, like, Trump now is fatter than Rosie there. Like seriously. I was just to say, it's just a very average sized woman. It's normal like. Yeah. Oh, she's so overweight. Like, I'm, what? She's not though. She's really she's literally not. literally just a lady. She's a regular lady. <laughs> um, Trump's hair. 
because they make a huge deal about this here and it was always a big thing people made fun of and obviously since you only kind of heard about Trump really in the last you know two years or so what do you reckon to that mop on his head? It's ridiculous. I don't know why he keeps it. It looks stupid. He but... is peculiar. It is like a, an elaborate comb over, but it is his real hair. He's very, very, like, I love that he goes on, like, it's my real hair, so therefore As it's if okay. that's something to be proud of, That makes though. it worse, like, if you could buy a toupee and that was it, you're a fucking idiot. The fact yeah. that it's your real hair, you're an even bigger idiot. You could make it look different. Yeah. <laughs> Get a toupee or just rock the bald look. He uh, goes for the hair butt and wins. Jesus, butt. yeah, he does a headbutt off the top uh, rope, and they're like, "It's a he- it's a headbutt, hairbutt." I don't know whose side were we supposed to be on in this match. I think we're meant to be Trump's because Trump worked the, the the fiery baby face. He came from underneath. He like he fired up. He hulked up. Okay. And of course, you know, Rosie O'Donnell is uh, is is horrible, terrible, terrible, the worst. How dare she give all that money to all those charities? I did a quick Google before the episode, and she she's a serious philanthropist she is yeah. she's had all these children's charities and how dare literally she literally millions and millions of money to like dying kids yeah. start all these foundations with the Donald Trump foundation okay <laughs> uh, he bought that big painting <laughs> for himself for him the real shame about this though was I thought a segment as ridiculous as this like a match between fake Donald Trump and fake Rosie O'Donnell yeah. would at least be fun yeah yeah but instead, it was fun for Vince, like. But instead, it's just really boring and slightly upsetting. That's it. And I think you can get away with pretty much anything in wrestling. And I'm saying, like, you know, the stuff I've disagreed with up and down, left and right across my time watching wrestling. But they've gotten away with it because it's gotten a reaction. Or it's been entertaining from a certain point of view. Or they've made to build it into something else. But this is like, who's it for? It's just for Vince. It's for Vince and Vince, Vince and Donald. And you know what? They did this. They did this to get publicity. WWE literally sent out a press release to all the news companies after this, saying, "Just so you know, guys, we had a bit on our uh, on our wrestling show tonight. You might want to include it on the end of your broadcast. Donald Trump and Rosie O'Donnell, but not really. Have a wrestling match. Isn't that funny? Please put it on the lighter side of news at the end of it. The- and they didn't. They got nothing for this. They really wanted to try and get publicity off this. This was the idea. Ridiculous. They help Trump. Trump uh, will help them, and no one helps Rosie, I guess. So we cut to the 29th of January, and after a few weeks of Donald Trump and Vince sending letters back and forth saying how they were displeased with each other, because Donald had allegedly stolen Vince's catchphrase of, you're fired. That is not a catchphrase, that is literally something that people have to say. When has Vince famously said, you're fired? Well, we've not done how-to Vince, but that is really a big thing with him. He oh, would, okay. When you fire people, go, you're fired. We've already watched Vince here and Vince with, with Austin, but when we do how-to Vince, you'll see that. Okay. Probably has more claim to the phrase than Trump does. Wow. But claiming it's your catchphrase is like saying, please hold this for me, is your catchphrase. It's something that needs to be said oftentimes all around the world. You can't own it. My catchphrase is, hello, as I say <laughs> at the beginning of every episode. You also say, yeah, and both of those are my phrases, and if anyone else says them, you're dead to me. So, it's the 29th of January. Fan Appreciation Night. How do you know it's Fan Appreciation Night? Because Vince McMahon is beating the shit out of a hat in the ring. It's McMahon Appreciation Night. <laughs> They're in Talis, and he goes, this is a hat, huh? <laughs> he just beats the shit out of the hat. It's great, you can just tell what state or city they're in just from what the heels make fun of. Yeah, the heel banter will, is better than a map. Oh, there's Vince McMahon stamping on a cowboy hat. Of course, they're in Texas. Let's narrow it down a little bit more by saying, you blank fans are the worst. Huh? <laughs> thanks for making him, he wants to say thanks to the fans. Thanks for making him a billionaire. 
So he's going to thank them all. Well, he can't thank them all, he says. He's going to thank one fan. He happens to pick, like, the, the lady in the front row who has, like, breast implants and a low-cut top and a like, short skirt. Like a, yeah, a model. Vince yeah. McMahon, if you're going to plant a fan, don't plant a fan that we know that you've definitely planted on your... Like, you've had a big binder full of women, like, from Mitt <laughs> Romney, and you're going through it there. You're know, looking through these binders of women, like, that one! Yeah. <laughs> and he gives her his... Muscle and fitness cover, which I probably should have prepared you for, because that is one of the most ghastly sights known to man, Vince it's McMahon. Terrifying. I hate because it looks photoshopped. It looks like someone's just stuck Vince's head on this like giant body, <laughs> but no, it's real, and he actually looks like that underneath that suit. And they put that so on stands in magazine shops. Ugh. No wonder the print media industry is dying. Like you put shit like that on it, of course it's gonna die, Good. idiots. So Vince gives her a big giant muscle fitness cover, but oh no, who appears via live on satellite and definitely not a pre-tape, it's America's favourite blue-collar billionaire, man of the people, Donald Trump, with his lack of chemistry. Him and Vince, they're like on a shit podcast, just talking over each other all the time. Seriously, it's the worst. They're so badly in sync. Vince is worse, because he's like trying to make it seem like it's real by constantly butting in, Mm. and then Donald's just like... Vince, you sit there. And let me tell you, dude. Vince, you sit there. It just keeps going. No, doesn't even breathe, Trump. He just fucking powers it out. Like terrible. He's got a meeting at six. He ain't hanging around for this shit. Trump uses payday. It's super effective. It makes money rain from the sky. I fucking hate this so much. It's just ridiculous. Did you think it was actual money when you first started doing it? No. No way. Think that Trump would do like fake money, like from the scene. What do you think it'd be? Obviously, it's not Trump, is it? It's WWE paying lots of money. Yeah, it's not Donald <sighs> Trump's personal money. This. No, time. of course it isn't. It's super effective though, and I love as Vince is like. It's not though. <laughs> it's not effective because the crowd are still dead. They're literally throwing money at them, and they still don't give a no, shit. No, I said it's super effective because it's payday, and if payday's super effective, you get more money. So it's super effective in the fact that there is a lot of money. Fans don't give a shit, but I don't care. It's a Pokemon contest. But <laughs> this money, I love how slow it falls down mm. as well. You know what, Dallas, Texas. I will say, I've been there for SMA 25, and it was, a, it was a lovely place, even though all anyone told me when I was there was how much nicer Austin and San Antonio were. But I will say, people of Dallas, Texas were very beautiful and accommodating when I was there, and the people of Dallas, Texas, when money rains from the ceiling, they l- politely stand there, and they all just take one, and they're like, yeah, we got a bit of money. Isn't yeah. that nice? That wouldn't happen here in England. I don't think so. Killing each other for the ten pounds. I mean, if you had like you know Nigel Farage make you know loads of sterling fall from the ceiling, you know, <laughs> just kill people. People would all beat the shit out of each other and then chant one fall and get themselves over. And like, you know, I'm just, it wouldn't work over in the UK with that kind of crowd. Very humble fans. Like. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> and the idea, like, they clearly want to be like, it's pandemonium on Raw. There's money raining from the ceilings, and Jim Ross is like, oh. Oh, I got I got ten dollars. It's nice. Yeah. Hey. We we might get a slightly nicer dinner tonight. <laughs> Thanks, Donalds. The crowd are so quiet, and Vince is like, "I rented this building. That's my money." And he walks off with like a like a puppet. So I don't understand how how it's his money because he rented the building. Yeah, he rented the building, so he rent everything it's there like is his. So so many layers of kayfabe upon reality because like it is his money, but yeah. not because he rented the building. It's his money because he's. Pretending it's Donald Trump's money, but actually it belongs to WWE. <laughs> Vince could just be like, what the fuck are you, I don't care, it's actually my it's money. My, it's literally, you're thanking him, but it's me. I, erect, <laughs> I own WWE. <laughs> I think it's very big of Vince not to play that card. 
He could win this at any moment if he chooses. all the credit to Trump. He's been very nice to Donald in this entire exchange. (laughs) Fast forward to the 15th of February, 2007. All of this is on the network, by the way, folks. Just search Trump and then waste a Saturday. Saturday. (laughs) Why do they keep referring to him as the Donald? It was like just his nickname. He's the Donald. I thought Trump was his thing. Yeah, Trump is his brand, but he is the Donald. I don't fucking know. Like, The Rock? Is that it? Like, he never referred to himself in the third person. But he's not a wrestler. The Rock is a character. But he was referred to as the Donald outside of wrestling. He was yeah, referred but to as, he's you know. not a wrestler, so why is he called the Donald? Are there any other people who've been giving themselves, like, you know, prepositions like that? I don't know. The Donald? Um... The Ryback? No. <laughs> I don't really think so. No, I don't know. I don't know. Tweet in. Tweet in, let us know. Vince comes out and he's really sad because he's like, I lost my friend Donald Trump last week. That's the saddest thing about this whole feud is that they were friends and he threw it all away. I am confused as how how they're not friends anymore. Because he embarrassed him by, by dropping sh- the money. showing up and dropping all that money and saying that you don't appreciate the fans Trump appreciates the fans, okay. and that's why I dropped all that money into the arena. Since the best. if he's gonna act like that, he wasn't really your friend. Okay? Yeah, make better friends. It's not not good, mate. Not good at all. The thing that really threw me here was that Donald Trump is taller than Vince McMahon. It's so weird, isn't it? I assumed he was an average height gentleman. I didn't Vince realize Vince is, is a tall dude. Vince is. I very know Vince tall. is tall. Yeah. I thought Trump was average size. I didn't realize he towers over Vince. And it's good as well because in case you didn't realize that by the fact that he stands right beside him. And like looms over him a la fucking Hillary and Trump in a town hall stalks him around stalks the room stalks him around literally the first thing he says is like Vince I'm taller than you it's like the, the first thing that he fucking says <laughs> notice that any time Trump appears on camera I'm pretty sure it's in his contract that he has to appear with two women on his arm like mm. fucking ridiculous he's not a performer in the classical sense of the term he's really shaky here Donald yeah he's he's nervous he's not very confident on the mic it was a poor promo he has to be carried by Vince this whole fucking time but having said that Vince did a great job of carrying him and actually I think Donald Trump came up quite well in this segment because of Vince because of Vince yeah Trump constantly gets lost wanders around for like he's three lines he forgets every single one then Vince is like oh I know what you're doing and then he (laughs) fucking says the line for him but the thing is is that you don't pick up on it unless you like Vince is really fucking good at making Trump out as this like really prude you know contemplative not out of his fucking depth Egypt Trump wants to drop money and Vince is like aha I took all the money that you were going to drop and I kept it for myself oh no you're not it's such fucking ridiculous prison for McMahon so, uh, yeah, Vince bans all money being dropped on the audience. Mm. And Trump says, Vince, not only am I taller than you, I'm stronger, I'm better looking, and my hands are totally normal. <laughs> he challenges Vince McMahon to a fight. He, oh, so the President of the United States <laughs> says to Vince McMahon, I will kick your ass. And you know what's funny about that? Was that when he said that, you were like, I want to see this. Yeah. I want to see. Oh, because Vince is going to win. Have you seen <laughs> the cover of Fitness Muscle Magazine or whatever it was? That guy is hench as fuck. He 61 year old Vince would beat the shit he out would... of 63 year old yeah, Donald. Absolutely. absolutely. Kick yeah. his ass. 
So, yeah, Vince is like, no, I'm injured. I've been told I can't wrestle anymore. So he proposes a battle of the billionaires. They would each pick a representative to be their boy, and they'd wrestle. And they're, they're like, that's it, then. We're going to pick guys to wrestle. And Donald's like, you know something, Vince? I don't like Rosie O'Donnell. And he starts going off on Rosie O'Donnell yeah. for no reason. Yeah. And then Vince is like, aha, I know what you're doing. You're trying to raise the stakes, so we'll put something on the line. And like, what? And then Trump says, if I win, I'll shave your head. If you win, I'll shave mine. And of course, we all fucking know how that's going to end. Yeah, Donald Trump becomes president of the United States of America. <laughs> <laughs> I love how this whole angle is just a roundabout way of Trump proving to the world that his hair is real. Yeah. Like, as soon as he gets the opportunity, he's like, pull it up. Look, it's really my hair. This is obviously a workaround because Trump's original proposal is like, the winner of the match will have to trace their hands and then hold them up. <laughs> And it goes sharp. He's saying, look, totally normal. Now what you're talking about. It's a hand versus hand match. Yeah, and then he takes another shot at Rosie and then it's like, the match is on. Yeah. Vince's real weakness is when people criticise Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, oh, takes it real personally. When you said you got to shave my head, well, that's one thing, but I will not stand by if you besperse the name of the lefty-leaning lesbian. It wasn't even that. Head. Trump actually said he didn't like the woman who was picked to play Rosie O'Donnell because she was too pretty. And that's what made yeah. Vince be like, right, this match is on. There's one thing I know. It's casting extras in a poorly thought out uh, angle on Raw. You son of a bitch. <laughs> we fast forward to 2007, March the 12th. We now have boys picked for either side. Vince McMahon going with the Samoan bulldozer, the savage Umaga, who of course is a relative with... Uh, the Usos, who pay homage to him every chance they get, and Roman Reigns, part of the great annoy Samoan wrestling family, sadly no longer with us. And sadly, I don't know if there's ever going to be like a much cause to do an episode on Umaga, which oh. is kind of he's not really. I don't know if he's had an like he's really been forgotten about. That's a shame. Real shame. Vince McMahon has picked him, and of course Donald Trump. He's picked Bobby Lashley. Now, Trump had a bit of a problem remembering who he picked because Trump did a lot of media promoting all of this. Mm. And they were getting a lot of media. Trump was on Larry King. He was on, you know, This Morning America. He was on all these big shows promoting wrestling and WrestleMania. Kept forgetting the name of his guy. He called him that black gentleman <gasps> in one interview. No, he didn't. No. Yeah, the, the black muscular gentleman. No. And then he called him Lindsay. Lindsay. What the hell? Yeah, so... That's so insulting. It's so fucking Holy insulting. Holy shit, that's terrible. Bobby Lashley as well, another guy who's been completely forgotten about. It's really interesting to have people like involved in this angle other than Trump and McMahon really came off poorly in yeah. the end. Because Lashley is... Yeah, at this point, he was like all untapped potential. Could be a major star. Did you ever even heard about him before this moment? No, and actually I forgot his name like immediately <laughs> after they said it. Yeah, well, that probably speaks volumes. Lashley's done some great stuff recently in TNA. He's went on to do MMA and whatnot. But again, another guy who I don't think anyone's going to shed a tear if we don't do an episode on Bobby Lashley. Very strange how up-and-comers from this time really just, you know, disappeared. Yeah, it's a pity. I learned at this point that there is apparently a hand gesture for hair versus hair matches because yeah. they must have taught it to Trump. He, he keeps, keeps doing, doing it. The, the, you rub your top head. It's like doing a kind of crown. Yeah. It's gesture like, for the belt, gesture for the hair. No, Vince, Trump is coming in like, this guy, this this bozo Vincent Man thinks I can't rub my tummy and pat my head at the same time. Can you believe this? My hands are fabulous and normally sized. Look at me. I can do it. See? No problem. The best. Believe me. Vince keeps going on about his grapefruits. Um... <laughs> His balls. Yeah, his balls. In case you don't know, it's his balls. Yeah. 
But then Trump tries to fight back by saying, your grapefruits have no chance against my Trump towers. Which I don't know if that means he's completely missed what Vince was talking about and didn't realise Vince was referring to his balls, or if Donald Trump is literally saying he has two dicks. I'm pretty sure Donald Trump has two dicks. That can be the only way to explain it. I'm pretty sure if he had two dicks, he'd find a way to brag about it. All right, you, the guy with the two dicks, you sit over here, and then I'm going to watch this girl eat a cake. It's going to be a wild Saturday night. <laughs> this Sunday, live at WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> and they keep talking over each other, still. Yeah, it's fucking... Oh, Donald is so bad here. Yeah. Like, because he, he does have presence at points, and you can see... Later on, particularly, you can see how Donald has this ability to connect with the crowds. Mm. And he's not got that here. He's so out of his element here. He repeats every single fucking thing that he says. Mm. And you've got a segment where there's Vince McMahon and Stone Cold Steve Austin, who's been booked as a special guest referee. When you've got Vince McMahon and Steve Austin in the ring, basically marshalling a segment, you have to really try hard to fuck it up. Because mm. even like Lashley and Umaga come off great in this. Yep. But Trump still manages to fuck it up. I have to say as well, it's really refreshing seeing Steve Austin after seeing so much Trump. It's, it's like when you eat loads of takeout for like a week. Yeah. And then you have a really wholesome, healthy, sad you're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, needed that. It's going to take a great shit after this segment. <laughs> this is probably, in my mind, the absolute like perfect moment of the two arms of Vincent Mann's promotion coming together. On the one side, wrestling fans, lapsed fans, people who like wrestling during the boom period. What do they love? Austin McMahon. People who don't know anything about wrestling, don't give a shit, they just watch reality TV, what's on the tube. What do they care about? Donald Trump. Mm. And you've got a package now, a main event that you can promote at WrestleMania that's got Vince McMahon and Austin in it for all of us kind of old fans and people to come in and watch. And also Donald Trump, for people who've never watched wrestling before, will pay $40 if they think they're going to see Donald Trump get his head shaved bald. Absolutely. It's a, it's, I will say, on Vince's behalf, I think it's one of the most genius promotional moves he's ever done. Did it pay off? Did it actually work? Yes. Really? Absolutely. I have to think as well, if we travel back to 2007 and I... Um, in my time machine jumped out and I asked you Kevin Mann which man in the ring right now would someday be president of the United (laughs) States who would your money be on because I think I would have guessed for Steve Austin I would have went for Vince McMahon yeah or possibly Bobby Lashley in some sort of Manchurian candidate thing where Vince McMahon is controlling the strings (laughs) because he's a big guy yeah (laughs) but definitely not Donald Trump definitely not the inarticulate guy who just says they love you Bobby they love you Bobby (laughs) do we love Bobby do we love Bobby Bobby. I love you, Bobby. Not the guy who has a fucking laser pointer shined at his face and he has to run away because he's like worried that he'll come out of his human skin. He shines on him too much. Like Vince is like, 95% of the people we poll say that they want to see you get your head shaved bald. This audience may have your support, but 95% of them are idiots. <laughs> I saw a fucking cracking article that was talking about the analogies between this segment and Trump in like the primary debates and stuff where it's like the establishment, the polls. There's no way Donald Trump is going to walk into a world he's no business being in and prove all the polls wrong. (laughs) Fucking Vince McMahon is Jeb Bush here. All right, Vince McMahon might as well be holding a gun saying, I love America in this segment. He is Jeb Bush here and he's been trenched by Donald Trump against his will. (laughs) 
And Austin yells at Vince and Trump. Meanwhile, in the background, you can see him like smirking and he's looking over as though uh, as though Vince is being told off by a teacher. <laughs> I love that he's, he's got that like, oh. You're in trouble. I got talked to, but I didn't really get in trouble. But you're in real, real trouble. trouble. He hates you. But that made me think, Steve Austin is totally that one teacher you had in school that everybody like respects and fears and like wants to impress oh yeah no I'll, I'll be honest particularly heel stone cold when i used to teach i would totally do stone cold really it's heel stone cold because you take the long pauses you know where the fans are going to say what where you can like let them let it sink in you can think what the fuck am i going to say next like have you not got your homework what have you not got your homework what? It's not complete. It's not done. It has not been submitted. What? Look at you. Your little tie. Your stupid little haircut. What? <laughs> Etc. So it does work, you know, if you're an aspiring teacher. Just be Austin. Just channel Stone Cold. <laughs> Austin's like, you got a problem with bald people? Yes. And Bobby Lashley in the background's like giving him the proper evil eye. That was gold. Yeah. That's a live segment and to get that kind of, that's, that's like a multi-camera sitcom fucking shot there, that's Bobby great. Lashley, just looking like a million dollars there. <laughs> fucking love it. This is like Return of the King though. There was a million false finishes. Austin's like, that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. Someone's going to get their ass shaved at WrestleMania and he walks off. And then Vince is like, well, that's all of that. I'm leaving now. And then his music hits and then Trump is like, actually, no. Another fucking bit. <laughs> When Bobby Lashley's in the ring with Trump and he's trying to tell him, you're meant to leave so mm. me and Vince can do our spot, Trump clearly forgets once again what he's meant to do. And he turns to Bobby and he goes, Bobby, baby, I want you to do a number on them. I want you to make them suffer, Bobby. I just want you to make them suffer. The fuck? You have to go after their families, Bobby. That's the only way you can do it. You have to go after their families. Christ. What the fuck is he going on about? He just went way too dark. For non-PG wrestling even. And then, yeah, he comes into the ring with Vince and he knocks him on his billionaire butt. So Trump shows Vince. They got so much press for this. Brilliant. This was huge. Huge. Believe, Believe me. me. The, the greatest, the best. So we cut to WrestleMania 23, the Battle of the Billionaires. And they did press conferences. They did loads of media appearances. Trump actually appeared even on Larry King Live promoting the match. And Larry King usually interviews people talking about big fucking newsworthy items. Wow. The highlight of which was Larry King asking Donald Trump if wrestling was real or fake. For wow, Trump is definitely the qualified person to answer that <laughs> nuanced, complicated question. Trump was just said they went, I, ca I can't say. I just, I, I can't is tell you. Is that really what Literally, he said? Literally, I can't tell you. Because he has no idea. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, all right? Many things he is, and many terrible things that Donald Trump will do in his presidency. He will probably strike a chord and make life terrible for so many people. But, kids, he won't expose the business. So there's always that. Huh? All right? Do you think that Barack Obama, he'd expose the business? Mm. He knows it's a work. Trump? Barack Obama, he'd probably like, you know, ruin the magic and he'd be like, well, the thing is, wrestling is a very complicated and nuanced medium wherein there are acts of violence which do genuinely cause real damage to the actors and the athletes involved. However, the outcome of the matches is staged, but that's all part of the ongoing narrative and the multimedia aspects of wrestling as a sports entertainment industry. It's when you know that Joe was doing that little thing where she had a thumb over her index finger. I was doing the like Barack that. Obama. Fuck, I would have voted for you to be president now. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> So, WrestleMania 23, Donald Trump, Vince McMahon, Battle of the Billionaires. 
I recognise like one celebrity other than The Rock in this video package. You would. I think you'd recognise them if they weren't in 2007. Shatner was there. Shatner was him. there. Jason Alexander was there. Who's what? Your boy. What the fuck is he? He's not a celebrity anymore. What? He's clear. Come on. In he's 2007? Not, he, in 2007, he was at the height of not being a fucking proper celebrity anymore. Well, he was there and he looked good. He was in good shape. He had a little beard. <laughs> Donald Trump becomes president. George is getting upset. <laughs> Seinfeld wrestling show now. So, oh, with angry Kramer. <laughs> Newman. What do you do with all those ladders? I'm going to jump off the Titantron, Jerry. <laughs> Elaine's finisher is the big salad. Okay. <laughs> At the start of Newman's entrance music, it's Hello, Newman. <laughs> <laughs> So they have this big hypo package talking about the Battle of the Billionaires and all the celebs and what John Travolta thinks and all that. And the crowd are like buzzing. And then they kill every single drop of heat in the audience by having an entrance, Titantron and fucking music for the barber chair and the pole. I loved it. It was fucking weird. Personally, it was the uh, the best part of all this research we've had to do. That was that was the best bit. Iconic WrestleMania moment right there. I want that chair, that barber's chair, to be on 2K17. I want to add it to our Y2 universe. Guys who are really fucking kicking ass in the old community creations. There you go. Make the chair Make in the that pole. that damn chair. Just use photo scan. Get the app to work like we can. Yeah. You can make a chair in a pole. No bother. <laughs> Trump does more money dropping as he's coming out. Jerry Lawler claims that Vince earlier said that there was better hair on moldy bread than Donald Trump. <laughs> that is such a sick burn. That is I serious. I love it. Jerry Lawler, you should have dropped the mic and left commentary at that point, so we wouldn't have to hear you anymore, but also that was a really good moment. Hillary Clinton should have been watching these old WrestleManias so that she could use that in her debate. Meanwhile, cut to the crowd while Trump's coming out, and we've got like the Miss Universe winners. Oh, jeez. And they're on Trump's side. How? The irony. There's like in the contract, if I become Miss Universe, I will support Donald Trump in all sports entertainment endeavors. Even though he insulted me and other winners. Even if he is a heel or a face yeah. or is at work. <laughs> Vince McMahon, when he comes out, tries to do a mime of cutting Donald Trump's hair, and it's the most violent mime ever. He literally chops his head off with a pair of scissors, it looks like. <laughs> Donald, if I went to that, I'm just gonna stab you with the fucking head over and over with these scissors. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. And at one point, does the V fingers. Oh, which, yeah, Trump does the, the V for victory yeah, thing comes out, yeah. Which, no, it's just rude. It's just rude gesture. Classic John Lithgow, aka um, Winston Churchill. You know, doing that, you know, doing the pose. He's just channeling him there. Jim Ross is asked what he reckons to Donald Trump's hair. And he just goes, it is one of the uh, unique mysteries of mankind. <laughs> Bobby Lashley comes out to pretty much silence, as does Umaga. And this is one of these, this is a classic WrestleMania entrances are longer than the fucking match yeah. itself. Austin is over. Pretty much more than anyone else in this ring. Well, good, because I would fucking hope so. You'd, yeah, you'd think he's been paid less money than Donald Trump is, though. I'd imagine Trump would get a bit more of a pop. Fucking Bobby Lashley is on fire in this. They both come off really well. They're doing some real big, hard-hitting moves. They throw each other out of the ring. It's actually very impressive. This was the first time I've seen this match since I saw it live. Mm. Shows you yeah, like, how fondly I remembered it. And honestly, I remember at the time being like, there was no heat, this match was dumb. Well, there isn't. It. Like The crowd aren't that invested in it. And it's really hard when you've got terrible like Trump is so bad at ringside oh he, he's terrible he just lurks around shake it off Bobby they love you Bobby I we love, love you Bobby. Bobby come on Lindsay you can do it baby where's he he's not hitting the ring he's not yelling he's not 
not doing any crowd interactions. You know what you, you could take a page and learn learn from being at ringside? Alexa Bliss. And Paul Heyman. Both <laughs> of those know how to be at ringside and they get do. some fucking shit going. Bobby Lashley, though, yeah, him and Umaga, they take sick bumps. Like, Umaga does this dive through the rope. He just takes a full flat back bump through the ropes. And, like, for guys who are 400 pounds, that's fucking sick. And Lashley does the same thing, like, straight afterwards. They got hell for leather in this. I was wondering, why haven't they put Trump and Vince on commentary here? Because it seems a lot more logical than having him stand at ringside. I think they wanted to have him there at ringside, one, so the fans could see them. And two, you could fucking imagine Trump on commentary. Jesus fucking Christ. He's good enough at rambling. He would fucking run out of things to say. He would, honestly. I love you, Bobby. I love you, baby. Come on, Lindsay. You can do this. He'd fucking, he would veer off. He would expose the business. And as you all know, Donald Trump would rather die than expose the wrestling business. Mm-hmm. Neither the lads in this match get a rub whatsoever, even though they're in there doing awesome shit with Austin. Like, Austin gets laid out by Umaga. Doesn't really get anything from it in the long term. Shane McMahon appears. In his velvet jacket with blue jeans, which is a bold choice of fabrics. Very. Upper half, classy dinner appointment, lower half, street match. (laughs) Yeah, no, Shane McMahon has got the best of both worlds going on here. He does coast to coast. Yes. A move which I think we've seen around nine times now having done Hey to Shane McMahon. And every time I flinch and hide behind my hands. Oh god, it's fucking scary, isn't yeah. it? Kind of hate watching it. Shane McMahon then removes his velour upper half to reveal a referee shirt. <gasps> they come back to Trump and he's just like, what's going on over there? He's totally chill. Yeah. All right with it. He, know, he knows there's only a work like You'll be fine, you know? He knows he's going to win. That the good guys always get there. He put on them. He had a bit of shine. He's going to come back. You really think I'm going to shave my head? Okay, Austin is going to come in. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> He's going to... Trump gets Vince. Yeah, so the President of the United States of America attacks the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. Um, totally WWE. normal. You know. yeah. He's WrestleMania. He's WrestleMania, all, yeah. yeah. With the weakest right hand ever in the whole entire world. Like me, when I was a kid, pretending like I was going to hit my brother, but I didn't really want to hurt him. That's the kind of... My right hand was stronger then than Trump's is here. It's like an arthritic cat who hasn't got thumbs, like all cats, trying to clench their fists Mm. and actually punch something. With all the attention and intent of a cat. It looked like he was genuinely afraid he was going to hurt himself if he hit Vince's muscles too hard. Which, (laughs) to be fair, is probably a genuine concern. I mean, that's not really a genuine concern. His hands are so fucking tiny you could punch him full force and Vince wouldn't hear it. Because if it was me, if I was get to be in like a fake fight with Vince, I would fucking go out because I know he can take it. Yeah. I'd be like giving him it. You know the Dudley boys once did an angle with Vince McMahon and Shane McMahon like did like a tables match on Raw like they got Vince and Shane got booked against the Dudleys as like punishment and the Dudleys in an interview they were like what was it like working with Vince and Shane they were like come on give it to me like Vince was like you don't take it either yeah. you beat the shit out of me because you're fucking big Bubba Ray you'll fucking stiff it. Like, come on give me the fucking so I don't think Donald obviously was listening to Vince there because <laughs> those are some like Ice pick, I don't know how to use it. I'm holding my hand like an ice pick, but I don't want to hurt you with the ice pick, even though it's imaginary. Yeah, I didn't know if he was more scared of accidentally hurting Vince, which is ridiculous, or accidentally hurting himself. Vince, I want to masturbate later, okay? I don't want to hurt my wrist. I want to masturbate my two dicks later, you know? <laughs> i got to take care of business, you know? I know it's WrestleMania, you know? Stunner and Spear to Umaga. Bobby Lashley, sorry, Donald Trump wins! Hooray! 
Someone does all the work and Trump gets all the credit. I wonder when that's happened before. Vince then tries to creep away while Trump is like celebrating his victory. Uh, he literally crawls. The hubris down of Vince the here is amazing. Mm, these eight hundred thousand people will never think of me trying to crawl away. They'll never come and catch me. And he's literally like out of arm's reach. He's like, so long, suckers. <laughs> <laughs> and then Trump's like, wait a sec sends Bobby Lashley, who literally picks up and carries Vince back to the ring. Lashley's Over a fucking his shoulder. tank. He is huge. He is strong. He makes Vince look like a little baby. He is Jim Strong and Farm He's Strong. Brock Lesnar size. Absolutely. As in, he is the strength of Brock Lesnar, but also the means of, you know, just fucking... He is an absolute powerhouse, mm. is Bobby Lashley. The fucking shaving of Vince here yeah. is so... It's, it is it's, kind of sad. It's upsetting. It is, yeah. Like, it did need a content warning. It was like, this old man being shaved by the President of the United States of America. <laughs> the noises that Vince makes are incredible. Like, yeah. He makes like a Prince Philip noise at one point. <laughs> no. No. I'm the only bloody man in England to get his head shaved and WrestleMania by Donald Trump. <laughs> so villain. fucking... Well, if we thought Philip is that... It would be terribly bad if you might have your head shaved at WrestleMania. My daughter. Oh, come off it, Liz. <laughs> you expect me to bow down to that American Philistine? He's a peasant. Oh, Johnny Farron, I just know how it is a worker exposed to the business. I've been around, okay? I was there. My family were in WCW. We got packed up and shipped out in the cardboard box. We're going to make WrestleMania modern. We're going to make it the best. Also, I'm a racist. <laughs> They, like, load the shaving cream on Vince and then they, like, go at him with these tiny little hand razors. Which, by the way, everyone who's listening to this podcast has at one point or other shaved a part of their body or head. It gets sore and you can get a shaving rash if you don't do it properly. The wrong way to shave is probably Donald Trump and Bobby Lashley with, like, a metric ton of shaving cream just going at his head. I will say, though, Vince's hair comes off so easy. It comes off like Lego hair. It just pops right off. It's, like, honestly, because I've seen hair versus hair matches before and it takes a a fucking long, long time. And Vince's hair is like, it's like meant to come off. Imagine how easy Donald Trump's hair would come off. Seriously. It's like fall apart in your hands. Blow it like a dandelion. (laughs) (laughs) Although if you do that, loads of Trump eggs would start to spawn because that's how he reproduces. That's disgusting. That's where Eric Trump came from. (laughs) An Eric Trump hair landing into some sewer water in Manhattan (laughs) grows out of the fucking ground. Um, I loved the fact that guy with the $2,000 haircut each week being strapped in his chair here I figured out, I think the reason that he spends, because Vince is very Yeah, allegedly spends like $2,000 a week on his hair, yeah. Which I think the reason it's so expensive is because it's always done by Donald Trump. You know, all I know about is that Vince gets it done in Manhattan, which is where Trump Tower is. So obviously... It's Donald Trump. I gotta go, baby. I gotta go go shave The president's gonna shave my head. (laughs) The greatest premise for a movie we have here, which is, I was thinking, like, what if Trump lost this hair match and his head was shaved instead? Do you think that Vince would have become president which yeah greatest premise for a movie we have to go back in time and shave donald trump's head so he doesn't become president of the united states of america instead of a delorean it's just steve austin's pickup truck shows up (laughs) we gotta go back in time wrestlemania 23 i can't fucking believe it vince mcmahon that sorry son of a bitch has become president of the united states of america oh my god and hershey the wonder dog can be einstein Oh my god, this is perfect! 
I can I be Marty and you can be Jennifer or you can be Marty I'll be Jennifer you need me in Back to the Future 2 I'll just take a kip on the porch forget about me or I'll get my beauty rest for the third one fine that's fine with me I just like the idea that in the third movie Steve Austin going back in time and marrying someone in the old west like it's a broken school ranch you know it sets up a that's how he formed it yeah that's great because there even was a ranch in Back to the Future it was, Three. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. This is suspiciously good. Steve Austin back in there. What is this concoction? I call it a stone cold beer. <laughs> Kevin, why do you always hang out with that strange old drunk man, Steve Austin, who lives <laughs> oh, on the ranch? Mom, leave it, leave it alone, life. Yeah, you won't understand. That stunner though. Steve Austin stuns Donald Weird. Trump. They do special camera magic here on the network version. From nine different angles they go to try and make it... It's like fucking the final deletion. There's so many camera shots the here. The little camera bounce there, like trying to make boom, it boom, look boom, harder boom. than no, it was. No, he didn't. He took a stunner worse than anyone has Donald ever Trump taken Donald Trump basically just started... He just kneeled down. That's what happened. You know, the only person who's ever taken a stunner worse than that was Linda McMahon. Oh. So maybe her and Donald can talk about that at one of the cabinet meetings. Yeah, that's great. Do you remember we took a stunner? Oh, that was terrible. Hey, we landed on our feet. We though, were terrible we? at taking stunners. Good thing we got into politics instead. Those who can't sell can't govern. Okay, when will, <laughs> when will people learn? All right, I said that this was a successful WrestleMania and this angle paid off. <sighs> Do you know... That because of this angle, because the rest of the car was pretty good. Like, there was some good stuff here. But this whole thing was pushed and promoted. The front cover of this poster was Trump and McMahon like that. That was the, the billboard match. God, imagine having that hanging up in your bedroom. Vince McMahon and Donald Trump probably both do. <laughs> this is, all right, prepare yourself, the highest selling WrestleMania of all time. What, even up to today? Up to today, including the height of the Attitude Era, the height of Hogan, Hulkamania... No WrestleMania has gotten more pay-per-view buys ever than that WrestleMania. Okay, I take back what I said about not knowing why we did this episode. Because I guess that pretty much gives us a good reason. Some could argue, I mean, if you are someone who argues that wrestling's success should be measured solely in metrics in terms of money made, attention drawn, and buy rates and pay-per-views, because all those segments we watched beforehand, those are all ads for this show, WrestleMania 23. But it wasn't that good. I don't understand. It's because you had them picking something from pop culture that was relevant. Mm putting it in a context in wrestling that appeals to both wrestling fans and non-wrestling fans, and it worked. It just did. They've tried since, and they've tried before. Sometimes it's been successful, sometimes not so successful. Like they did Mr. T at WrestleMania 1 with Hogan. That did a similar thing. Wrestling fans were happy because you had Hogan and you know Piper in that match, and whatever, they're all happy. Non-wrestling fans, Mr. T, he's a big star on TV, holy shit, big event. It worked. Was it Muhammad Ali or Mike Tyson? Mike Tyson, yeah. It was the same kind of thing. Mike Tyson, the Attitude Era, they brought me in with Stone Cold. Exactly, yeah. So when they can do a thing where it's like, you keep the fans happy and you bring in other eyes. Yeah. But fucking hell, this is the over a million buys for this. 1.3 million. Most buys for WrestleMania ever. Which, you know, say what you will. That's fucking, that's a lot of buys. Wow. But that shows you that... You know, we talked about how Trump is kind of ingrained into a lot of the, the pop culture the, you know, from the 80s to the 90s to the 2000s. Trump's name was always in headlines, celebrities, TV. He was in Home Alone 2, for fuck's sake. What? Yeah, Trump's a cameo in Home Alone 2. He's, Trump was everywhere. He was like the I celebrity like billionaire. I feel like I've somehow missed 
like because I've never seen Home Alone. Yeah, let's start a podcast about how I've not seen any of them films. Just <laughs> saying. Work. Never catch on. Never catch on. So I, I guess I must just have somehow been very fortunate in always missing every reference because he's everywhere. Yeah. But I've never come across him. You know, what a privileged life you've I been know. I feel really life. bad. Yeah. I'm so sorry, everyone else. Fucking everywhere. It's crazy. Two years later, WWE has slowed down, let's just say. 2007-2008, WWE was rocked by numerous scandals both in and outside of the company. More on that at a later date, folks. But let's just say 2009, they weren't going to be getting a million buys at WrestleMania no matter what they were fucking thinking. Wrestling had taken a bit of a downward turn at this point. I still can't believe that the most successful WrestleMania ever was in 2007. That's yeah. so weird to me. Like, that's such a weak period of wrestling. Yeah, that's, that's a period I, of wrestling that no one would be like, oh, the golden years. I would have thought it would be like... That's some... when Billy watched wrestling, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I really thought it would be like the Attitude Era or yeah. something. WrestleMania 17, the Indie Attitude Era, came close. It had around a million and one buys, but not, not this. This wow. was more. Yeah. But they spent a lot of money. Trump didn't come cheap. I bet okay. he he didn't. Speaking of Trump not <laughs> How did he make his big fortunes? Fucking shit like this. Speaking of Trump not coming cheap, two years later into the future, it's June 15th, 2009. They need a new general manager on Raw. Vince McMahon is meant to say who it's going to be, but instead he announces shockingly that he's going to sell Raw entirely. Lock, stock and barrel all of Monday Night Raw, the ownership entirely of the longest running episodic TV show in, in history of, of television is being sold. I bet he's going to sell it to, to Richard Branson. <laughs> oh wait, no, this episode isn't How to Richard Branson, no, it's sorry. How to Trump. Yeah, so you can probably guess where it's going here. Yeah. Do you actually know that was a name that they had bandied around at one point about potentially doing this with? Well, Richard Branson. Yeah, they wanted to do a storyline where Vince wanted to do a storyline, I should say, because he was the only one who wanted to do this, where he sold Raw or part of the company to a big millionaire and then they run it away. He doesn't like at it. Least, yeah, at least Richard Branson's successful millionaire. <laughs> His businesses mostly haven't failed. Branson's steak, like, for instance, is alive and well. <laughs> Vince's hair never grew back right, did it? No, it didn't. It always looked wrong. Yeah. I want you to make sure his hair never goes back properly ever again, Bobby. He's left a curse on his scalp. So, Vince claims he's been made an offer that he could not refuse. And they're in Charlotte, North Carolina, which is the hometown of nature boy Ric Flair. And people are immediately chanting, we want Flair. People expected that Ric Flair was going to be this person that Vince was selling raw to. Makes sense, he's a rich guy. Yeah, and also making sense, the fact was that to put over the secrecy of this, Vince didn't want anyone to know that it was Donald Trump. They actually brought Ric Flair in to appear backstage and to be at wow. the airport and for fans to see him dressed in a night suit he didn't appear on camera Vince brought Rick in solely to throw people off the trail Jeez, that's an expensive swerve it's a fucking stupid swerve as well because you're in Ric Flair's hometown everyone's seeing him all the wrestling sites are saying oh Ric Flair's there Vince McMahon is starting this big angle people are going nuts for Ric Flair and then he announces I've sold Raw to Donald Trump mild booze he says here he makes an offer he can't refuse, which I'm confused about. Does that mean like Vince is... So he sold it for loads of money or Vince yeah. is broke? No, Vince has sold Raw for more money than he could possibly imagine. It's so much money that not even Vince McMahon, the billionaire, could say no. So it's obviously an amount of money that is so wildly large that even Vince McMahon and all his pride has to go, look, I can't, I can't refuse it. So it's been bought for a lot of money. Trump has bought Raw lock stock for loads of money. Right. And Trump makes a big announcement that next week, 
the first edition of Trump Raw is going to be commercial free. No commercials. Now, I explained to you that there's a lot of commercials on Raw normally. You do not watch Raw live, have you? No. It's, it's honestly, in the UK, if you're watching Raw live, it's, it's a sadist's culture shock because it's fucking horrible to watch because it's so long, it's so late, and there are ads every two seconds, mm. like non-stop. Not like here in the UK where you get like ads once or twice. In it might be every home. 20 minutes or something. Yeah. It's, it's like fucking crunchy roll. It's like every five fucking seconds. Yeah, you're going to get ads, 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 ads. What did you think of that as a concept then? Trump buying Raw? Well, it seemed a bit weird for him to do it two years after their WrestleMania match. Mm. No one was keen on this. I bet. Vince was on his own. He was like, I think this is a great idea. And Stephanie apparently like told the writers, look, we have to try and make the best of this that we can. Because Vince, his idea... And he's always struggled with this. And they're doing it now with the brand split. He likes the idea of fake competition. Mm. So the idea was you have a billionaire, Donald Trump. He buys Raw. Vince is like, oh, I don't like how you're running Raw. So I'm going to compete with SmackDown. And then we'll have a big thing. It'll blow off at Mm. WrestleMania or something like that. Soon as they announced this, that Trump has bought Raw, the USA Network, who run Monday Night Raw, sent out a press release. And in that press release, they said... Donald J. Trump of the Trump Organization has purchased the longest running episodic TV show. They bought Monday Night Raw. Next week, Raw is going to be commercial free. New ownership. Vince McMahon is not going to be running Raw anymore. Completely straight faced. Even though it's just kayfabe. Because yeah. he did, obviously didn't buy it. No, he didn't. Guess what happened? What? The stock prices tanked. <gasps> Seriously? Yeah, the stock prices dropped like 7 9%. Because on Wall Street, the opinion is that there's only one person who can run wrestling, and that's Vince McMahon. So as soon as they heard that Vince was giving away control of Raw to Trump with his history of bankruptcies and whatnot, they immediately started selling stock. USA, your press release is fake news, okay? You don't get a question. It's fake news, okay? No, you're fake news. It was! It's literally because it's wrestling! You don't... How could they not realise? <sighs> So the stock price tanked straight away. And over the weekend, what was planned to be a long, few-month-long storyline culminating at WrestleMania, they quietly decided, we're going to have to end this next week. Wow. And even on the day of the show of Trump Raw, the script wasn't finished. Wow. They were still trying to figure out how to basically backtrack on this. USA had to send out a press release saying, look, sorry, this was only in kayfabe. Trump hasn't really bought Raw. It's just a storyline. We're sorry if we misled you. But like MSNBC, Yahoo, all big news outlets picked it up and they all thought it was real. Ridiculous. Dumb. So Trump Raw, you know, like Trump Steaks and Trump Ice. Trump Raw, which has got a golden showery kind of backdrop for it, the whole thing. How appropriate, given the latest dossier. Yeah, so Trump basically just pisses all over Raw. And he comes out and he says, Tonight on Raw, millions of people commercial free. What? (laughs) Here's a fun thing to do with Donald Trump. Do like they did in the 80s with Jerry Adams. Never actually listen to his voice. Only read what he says. Mm. Because if you just read what Trump says, it sounds mad. Yeah, it does. Tonight on Raw, millions of people commercial free. But when he says it, it sounds like, oh, I know what you're saying. It makes sense. Yeah. You're writing down, he seems like an even bigger madman. And Trump announces at the start of Raw a special prize for everyone in attendance. He says he's going to give them all a refund. Yep. Which is generally something that you do when you are apologising for the poor product, the poor quality of product. <laughs> or trying to fill get. your barren arena. Yeah. Wasn't well, Trump now who was doing this? Once again, it was Vince, Vince and WWE. Vince, my money. Yeah. I rented this arena. 
It's my money. Vince is really putting himself over as a bad guy for really taking a lot of charitable work here. Trump owes Vince a lot. <laughs> well, to be honest, he owes him around a million dollars here because 250000 for the free tickets. Wow. Because Trump Raw was commercial free, it meant that... I mean, this is how basically Raw works. They get paid WWE a rights fee from the USA Network. WWE doesn't make money off the commercials themselves. But USA will give you, WWE, money so we can show commercials on your show. Right. The rights fee at the time was around about $600,000 per episode. Mm. So WWE, you make two hours of TV, mm-hmm. we'll give you six hundred grand, and we will make our money back by selling advertising to different companies and sponsors, and we'll make a bit of a profit on that. Right. And WWE lost a lot of money here because they gave away all the tickets... They gave away all the rights fees, technically, because they didn't sell any advertisers, didn't have their regular spots. And even still, Raw was not commercial free. Really? Yeah, because they had paid advertising spots inside the show. So even though they didn't cut to commercial, they cut to Jerry Lawler eating KFC. And CM Punk eating KFC. And Michael Cole eating KFC. There was a bucket of KFC on the fucking commentator's desk that they were like, like, the camera is on it. CM Punk comes out and he's like, wow, that looks great. Can I have some? Sure, it's the new KFC. It's really good. See, I guess that's product placement, not commercials, so. Donald Trump's promises are pretty much like Obi-Wan's explanations of Luke's father in uh, Star Wars Episode Four, From a certain point of view, that is. (laughs) Not really the case. Wow. Trump Raw was a... Oh, jeez, it was fucking diabolical. I want to know how much money they wasted as well dropping money from the ceiling. It was around about 50 to 100 grand each time they did that that drop. Wow. Yeah. Uh, They didn't do the money drop here tonight, but what they also did is because they hadn't the show written and because Trump said it was going to be commercial free, they thought, well, pay-per-view. So we'll bring every single person to be backstage like a pay-per-view. And the show was being rewritten. They ended up sending like 40 guys there who didn't appear on camera. All the ECW and SmackDown superstars appeared. Like four of those people on the roster actually showed up on camera. This was a total money-making disaster and you know what's so bad it's because they gave away all those tickets Mm -hmm. for free the reason they did that was to get mainstream press Mm. and everyone it was just like the boy who cried wolf basically because everyone was like we're not going to believe what you said because you said trump bought raw and he didn't it's just a stupid fake wrestling angle so they lost over a million dollars all in told for nothing i bet that's not even including trump's fee yeah exactly well yeah altogether it's fucking an astronomical sum of money and the ratings were higher for this But unfortunately, even though the ratings were higher, you can't do this because we can't not have commercials every week. Yeah, their ratings were higher. But over the course of a year, the ratings added up to like 0.05% of an overall increase. Wow. So not much of a deal at all, is it? Yikes. I wanted to get through that bit first because Mm. at least that bit makes sense in terms of bad promotion, bad idea, money being lost. Meanwhile, though, we've got Trump literally saying on camera, my roar is going to be the best. Believe me. It's going to be unbelievable. We're going to give away pay-per-view matches for free, which they did. They gave away the main event of what was going to be on the pay-per-view the following Sunday. They gave it away for free on Raw, Triple H versus Randy Orton. And he said he plans to do it every week. And Vince McMahon is very upset by all of this. Very, very upset. Because Donald Trump says he's going to have guest hosts come in. Yeah, Trump then says, um, I'm not going to hire a general manager. Instead, I'm going to hire a celebrity host every week. (laughs) 
which I hope he's going to do the same thing with his presidency. He's going to be like, I'm not going to hire a cabinet. Instead, I'm going to hire a celebrity panel every week. That's good, because maybe like after Rex Tillerson has his week as Secretary of State, we yeah. could have, like I don't know, um, Eric Clapton. Yeah, nice. <laughs> let's get George Clooney up on that panel. Yeah, let's get George Clooney up there. That'd be great. Trump's becoming more confident on the mic now. The difference between here, 23 and 20 you it's pointed that out it's significant it's eerie it is it's really really strange and in fact i was wondering but i need to i haven't seen enough of the apprentice i don't know enough about trump to know if this is the case or not but i was wondering if he was using all these wrestlemania appearances and the wwe appearances as like practice for becoming a better public speaker because he's definitely improving well here's the thing because the ratings for the apprentice were going down and down and down but right. trump was becoming like a bigger star on his mm. own because straight after this, you've got the birther stuff with the, the birth certificate. And all of a sudden, Trump is all over your TV screens then talking about Barack Obama being on every high-profile news outlet. He just made himself be in the public consciousness more and more and more. But the confidence of him on the mic, because, you know, Trump at WrestleMania 23, you've got Vince there really steering him. He cuts comes out, cuts a promo. It makes no fucking sense, but he has the people cheering for him, eating out of the palm of his hand. He's literally like... We're going to give him free stuff. I like giving it. You know, he knows how to or maybe get people the, to react. <laughs> the uh, association, like Pavlov's dog, is they've now associated falling money from the sky and Trump with yeah. that. So every time they see Trump now, they're going to think, oh, that lovely time that all the money fell from the ceiling. All those people. Like, we got our time... refund tickets and there were no commercials. But they keep coming to the crowd, those people are always looking up. <laughs> like they're anticipating like either Sting was going to appear for the rafters or money was going to be dropped at any moment. They wanted to get it just in case. This bit is where they lose me. And oh, it's so confusing. You can tell that this was written over the weekend and not even really completely finished. That makes so much sense now. You yeah. told me that. Oh my God. Because Vince starts claiming that he's bankrupt and that Trump skewered him financially. And Trump's like going on like, oh, I, I gave you like a smidgen of what Monday Night Raw is actually worth. And I, I could double what I bought it from you for. So what I think the, the gist here is Vince is worried because even though Donald Trump is the sole owner of Monday Night Raw... By Raw being commercial free and giving away free attendance every week, which is what he says that Trump has planned, he'll be bankrupt. I don't understand how, because he doesn't own it anymore. Now, if Donald Trump knows anything, it's that once you sell a business, you're no longer liable for those assets and debts and liabilities and bankruptcies. Yeah, that's Trump's problem. But obviously Vince McMahon is living in such a bubble that he doesn't even know how basic business works. Unless, is he saying that because Trump is offering Raw commercial free, that that's going to negatively impact his other businesses i think like wwe, like is, WWE and... as a whole will lose money i guess right. is that it maybe but again if raw is independently operated that shouldn't i mean when wwe bought wcw they didn't you know you don't have ted turner going oh you're gonna lose me money by like having a shitty angle in 2001 that no one likes i, I don't know it's it's really strange and what's weird about it is that trump goes Raw is so hot and so popular now that I could sell it for twice the amount to any of my billionaire friends. So Vince is like, but you know what to do? I'll pay you double what you gave me yeah. to get it back. And then Trump is like, um, art of the deal. And then he walks off. What the? Oh, so he slaps Vince as well. Oh yeah, he gives Vince a slap. I love that. He doesn't punch him. He slaps him. Rather than do the slap than do the little fucking yeah, I don't want to put him into a fist, make his hand look so small it'll actually like become a black hole and suck in all the other hands. Yeah, it's, well, in fact, if you want to make your hands look bigger, you don't go for the punch, you go for the slap. Yeah, it's true. What he wanted to do was a palm strike, but really, Vince wasn't having any of that. <laughs> it made no fucking sense. So it just and it was Trump's last appearance on Raw. Thankfully, oh, we forgot the bit as well where Vince yells, "You're fired!" at Trump. 
Yeah, because he hired him to buy the show. Yeah, and it makes no he's... sense. He's not your employee. You sold the company to him. If you said that you'd made Trump the general manager... Yeah, then that might make an inkling of sense. Makes no sense. No. And I've just... wa- I've watched the segment over and over. I've watched it with you. <laughs> I've read recaps. I've read analysis. I can't fucking tell you. I'm pretty sure Vincent Trump couldn't tell you either. I have a question. Mm-hmm. And I only have this question because we did... Paul Heyman is our last episode. Mm. I can't help but be thinking about, like, where's he while all this is going on? Because he was, like, one of the writers. And like, he had quite a lot of involvement. So yeah. Is, is this the point where Paul Heyman has been sent off to work in the barn? No, this is after that. This is after ECW was rebooted and they fucked it all up and he was all crying and he had the big explosive row with Vince on the plane and just left the company. So so he has left already? Oh, yeah. Heyman's long gone at this Cause point. Because yeah, yeah. I would have thought... What about back a bit earlier when they had those terrible matches and terrible feud? Was Paul Heyman not there going, this is literally terrible all... idea? Yeah, no, Paul's gone at that point. January 2007 <laughs> is literally, when this all wow. started, is literally a week after Paul left. That's so <laughs> funny. Can you imagine the... Okay, right, sorry. In our movie where we go back in time and shave Donald Trump's head, <laughs> we have to go bring... Don't give Paul Heyman away. Keep him there. He yeah. could have stopped this. So in this future timeline, we've got, like, better president... <laughs> ECW relaunch was awesome. <laughs> Paul Heyman apparently didn't get burnt out. We're gonna, we're gonna write every wrong that has ever been. This is the most ultimate armchair you, booking. You just see how far we're gonna go. <laughs> we're calling this film Armchair Time Machine. <laughs> All being said, that was Trump's last appearance on camera until 2013 in what many consider to be a very big slap to the face after all that birther bullshit which really cast Trump as being like a fuck, just the dick that he really was in everyone's minds. They inducted Donald Trump into the WWE Hall of Fame. Wait, sorry, when was this? 2013. So he hadn't been on since since he bought and sold Raw. Yeah, four years later they put him in the Hall of Fame. Which also I don't understand why Vince even bothers buying back Raw because I thought Vince was supposed to be a savvy businessman. I mean, he did, you know make WWE the company it is today. No but... one has made themselves look like a fucking goon more for someone than Vince McMahon. Seriously. Donald Trump didn't even do any negotiating tactics in the selling of the company to Vince. He just goes, Vince is like, I'll give you 25% more. And Donald Trump's like, nah. I want Vince twice like, as much. 50% more. Nah. 100% more. Mm. You know what, you know what uh, Trump is going to do? He's going to somehow orchestrate it so Vince McMahon becomes head of like the Democratic Party. So he could like look really bad and be bumbling around. <laughs> around okay, well, I tell you what, we'll give a, we'll we'll raise everyone's taxes a million percent. I don't think so, Vince. How about we cut them fifty percent? Now you're talking my language. Oh, Trump! And then he shaves his head. Yeah, that, that's what the American public voted for, I guess. Right. So yeah, he was put into the Hall of Fame where in his induction speech, because he got a smart crowd there, he got the fuck boot out of him and he was shook. It was nice. Why was he even in the Hall of Fame? Celebrities get inducted in. He was probably, arguably, the biggest celebrity involved yeah, in wrestling. After all the truther stuff, how would they not be like, hmm, let's not do that. Vince and Linda. He's a bit racist. Vince and Linda donated $7 million to Trump's campaign. Do you think Vince and Linda are there like, oh, I bet Obama isn't really American. I don't oh, I know. Bet, I bet he's a, I bet he founded ISIS. What I will say about Vince and Linda and the McMahons and their involvement with Trump 
Like, if you're shocked by this, just go and look, do your research. Trump supported Lyndon's multiple failed Senate races. Trump and Vince have been friends for ages. They've given each other money on every fucking occasion where they could give each other money. How much money did Trump give Linda for her running I, I, for... I don't know. It's, you know, because fucking Trump is so shady with all the different oh, organisations. Okay. He probably was a charitable donation that he gave to the Trump Foundation, which then was rated to fucking Linda McMahon or some shit. Because I know Vince and Linda gave, like, six million dollars just... Seven million. Was it seven million? Yeah, just yeah. this year alone. Yeah, yeah. They gave him big, big money to him. But, like, I've heard people say things along the lines of, like, if you support WWE, you are supporting Donald Trump. So stop watching WWE. Yeah, I mean, you technically are, but you're, I mean, it's the same with... But you have been... I mean, yeah. if you're... Vince McMahon is a Republican. Like, if that's a fucking surprise yeah. to you, I mean, wake the fuck up. Hey, spoilers. Um, Dolph Ziggler voted for Trump. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> I will say a bit about Vince. Right, if you noticed, since Trump was even remotely... Since Trump even indicated he was going to get in to politics and run not a breath of trump on raw on smackdown any wwe programming on websites nothing mm. they've kept shtum the entire time i think they'd have to be surely i mean they're pg they're investors from different yeah i mean see people always make this like kind of like like oh i bet you know they're gonna be like oh look at wwe hall of famer is the president isn't that great they'll never do that he's too controversial and vince is smart enough to keep his politics private mm. vince... he's smart enough to be ashamed <laughs> yeah that's it like because like during say 2004 2005 when you had bush in the white house and that's when bush was really fucking like bottom of the barrel public opinion mm. vince was a massive bush supporter yeah and he had a character on tv that was jbl that was playing off of all the negative shit with Bush. He was this brash Texan, you know, had billionaire friends, didn't understand the uh, the little people would say things like, since I've been champion, there's not been a single terrorist attack. You know, Vince understands what his audience feels. And Vince knows, particularly because he's such a large... Except when it comes to Roman Reigns. Except when it face. comes to Roman Reigns, okay? And I'd rather have Vince McMahon be wrong about Roman Reigns than... You know, wrong about his audience and their politics. That's true. Because you got such a huge Hispanic and um, you got a huge Hispanic uh, viewership for for wrestling, mm. and Vince knows that he can't promote Trump. Now, that's not saying that Vince disavows Trump or Vince doesn't approve of Trump. That's Vince being a smart businessman that he plays on TV. Mm. You're probably not going to see Trump. I don't know. I don't know. Every other president in the like Obama has appeared on a video thing on their tribute to the troops saying. Which is the best of the truth. I think he probably will appear, but I don't think it'll happen until mainstream public opinion of him has changed. And I don't, I, it's I don't know if that's going to happen. Unfortunately, Steve Austin has not yet arrived in the time-travelling machine, but the way news is working at the moment and things are moving so fast, like literally there were two or three moments this week alone where I was like, fuck it, we're not going to be able to do this episode, he's going to be impeached or something. <laughs> like, you know, and, and you were, we, before we sat down, you're like, oh, people are kicking off about Trump. There's no way to predict what's going to happen. Mm. This episode's going to age terribly, probably. Yeah. Were you surprised by Trump's involvement in the world of wrestling? What then? do you think? Of course I was. I'm, I feel shell-shocked. I need... A t- a t- it's a good thing I'm making tacos tonight, huh? Oh, you know? A big glass of wine. <laughs> a big glass of I wine. <laughs> I kind of feel like I need a cold, brisk walk. Yeah. And a big glass of wine. You need Steve Austin to show up. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Take me away on his pickup hey truck. Guys. <laughs> I'll come to rescue. We're going back in time. Let's drink some happy eh? <laughs> was his involvement what you thought it would be? No. I didn't have any idea of what his involvement was, except for I thought he might be around and there at were you, points. Were you shocked by the success of his involvement? Because, I mean, the 2009 stuff, 
I mean, it's the polar opposite. It's like the most successful thing in the world, 2007, and the least successful money-losing, publicity-losing. Yeah. They got everything in 2007 and lost it all in 2009. It's so like weird. Trump in a, in a nutshell, isn't it? Big success and big failure. Well, first of all, big failure as well before with the Rosie O'Donnell yeah, Trump Jesus. feud. Peppering with yeah. failure, but with tangible success that he's allowed to point to and get away with shit. It's very much like Trump in general. Mm. It's very easy to kind of pick out moments and be like, well, he's ruined everything. But very it's just, spinnable. It's just as easily to pick out the best bits and be like, well, he's the best. Yeah. I think if you look at the whole story, you'll see it's a bit more complicated than that. And it's like, oh, there's some terrible shit here. And also somehow he's done really well. Yeah. And that's a bit frightening. We're going to go into the tweets and posts. I don't think there's that many, if I'm honest. I don't want it to be a long time of us saying, I'm probably not going to listen to this episode. Hashtag how to Trump. But let's give it a I can assure you Donald Trump knows exactly what he's getting into. So ladies and gentlemen, my friend, Donald Trump. Tough, tough people. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you. Vince and I have had an amazing relationship for many years. Many, many years. But the thing that I guess we're known for is the battle of the billionaires. And to this date, to this date, it has the highest ratings, the highest pay-per-view in the history of wrestling of any kind. So, and I'm very honored by that, and perhaps that's why I'm being inducted. I will say this. I will challenge Vince next year to a fight and I will kick his ass if he wants. I will kick his ass. Now Vince has been trying for the last six years to break our pay-per-view record. He's had some great people on, but you know what? It's not going to happen. And the same enthusiasm and love that you have for me tonight. I feel it. That's why you all came down to watch me get my ass kicked and my head shaved, but it didn't happen. So we're happy about that. I've got two. Cool. <laughs> That'll do us then. <laughs> I want to say though, one person who I've got to give a shout out to did the best Trump thread, which I am going to include on the, the link on the website because I think everyone should read it. And mm. it kind of summarizes, I think, what we've been trying to say with this episode. I'll read a couple of them out from the thread because it is really good. So his two one word long who said, I've been thinking about how Trump won the presidential election using WWE-style pro wrestling. He used storytelling over politics. Much like watching wrestling, one-on-one, -on -one, a lot of people don't talk about them voting Trump, just like they wouldn't talk about watching wrestling. <laughs> it's true, yeah. <laughs> it's Jesus. very true. Wrestling is a simple but nuanced way of telling stories, and it's about big men making big actions that convey intent and emotion. Let's be clear, everyone who's over 12 watching pro wrestling knows it's a performance. What?! <laughs> 
Still, the audience is always savvily negotiating between the reality and fiction of it. Individually, fans choose how much of what the wrestler says reflects what they really believe versus how much of it is just their act. If you don't like something about a wrestler, you can overlook it as a fictional part of the show. It's just them creating heat. Other traits accepted by individual audience members as core character traits, i.e. that's real because I believe it. Being factually right isn't important. Popularity and consensus are created through cool tactics and demonstrations of swagger. For instance, Stone Cold is right because of the persuasive and confident way he speaks, not because of what he says. Meanwhile, wrestlers who stake their arguments on being logically right get framed as whiners and weaklings and losers. Sounds familiar. Very familiar. <laughs> Low energy, this Vince McMahon. The casting of heroes and villains is reinforced by the show's producers, directors, and non-wrestling actor participants. In short, pro wrestling in every aspect of the mise-en-scene is controlled to tell a predetermined story. Except the wrestlers. Talented performers are given some freedom. Their rawest moments can create the deepest audience connection. For example, The Miz losing it in the face of Daniel Bryan. WWE exploits that anger and politicians want to exploit that anger. The authenticity, but they can't cede control. Donald Trump knows this from living on TV with a camera on his face for decades. The story has to have non-stop build of sweat and tension with the swerves to keep everyone invested right until the end. Trump won because his performed authenticity connected him to masses trained to pick and choose the level of reality in his performance. And their very disbelief in Trump's audacity helped them embrace him. I know this is true, the rest is just to con the rubes. Viewed through WWE-style storytelling, the media, the Republican Democratic parties, Hillary's campaign, the naysayers who had no idea what was going on, handed Trump everything he needed to tell his story because they didn't know that they were in his wrestling ring. I hate how many similarities there are between wrestling and his it's, it's campaign. It's scary. It is. It's um. It's unnerving. On to then our two other tweets. <laughs> so here's one from Darren Gamble, 54, who says, Trump is a loud blowhard loony who is a caricature of how people view the USA. Would of course, you... we're safe over here in England. <laughs> <laughs> would you say that's accurate? I always thought that about George Bush as well, in that it's kind of, yeah, this is, like, if you get a bunch of people out from this part of the world to sit down and conjure up a negative image of America and the things they don't like about it, they'll probably end up sketching a rough Donald Trump if they've got an orange crayon to hand. <laughs> And from Tyler TMC says, everyone hates him, but he did get over and he's now the face that runs the place, quite literally. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> when he's inaugurated, if he insists on being called the face that runs the place, we know we've entered the darkest timeline for sure. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for How to Trump. And I will say, if you're fucking pissed still that we did this episode or you're grumbly about it, Things are about to turn in your favour because our next episode is a really, really much anticipated one. It's a real actual wrestler. A real life actual wrestler and fucking one of the biggest icons of one of my all time favourites and unquestionably one of the all time greats. Our next episode is going to be Rowdy Roddy Piper. So we are looking for your thoughts, your memories, your emotions, your match recommendations, your Piper's Pit segments, your promos, and of course, most importantly, any mad as fucking hell stories about Hot Rod himself. Make sure you use the hashtag HowToPiper and join the conversation and follow us over on Twitter at HowToWrestling or on Facebook.com forward slash HowToWrestling. And thanks everyone for listening in and following along in this 
unique episode, to say the very least. And make sure, as always, you are listening on SoundCloud, iTunes, or on Stitcher, that you subscribe, go back and check out all our previous episodes, and leave a rating or review and help us out here greatly in the how-to universe. And if you feel like supporting us financially, you can do that over on our Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash howtowrestling. We have a variety of tiers to suit every budget and need, ranging from $1 to $50. At the $1 tier, it's just a way to give us thanks and say, hey, I appreciate you making that their show. I appreciate you spending your Saturday from 9am <laughs> till nearly 5pm oh, now it is. feel really bad. <laughs> at the time of recording. <laughs> doing an episode on Donald Trump that the people didn't even want. (laughs) (laughs) And so for $1, you can thank us. We also do $5 tiers where you can get our monthly pay-per-view reviews. So just this month, we have done one, which is Roblox and TLC. And of course, if you remember, if you're a $5 backer, you get access to all of our previous pay-per-view reviews. So Joe and I have been reviewing all of the pay-per-view events on the WWE Network, going all the way back to SummerSlam 2015, back in the days when Jon Stewart interfering in a match seemed like the weirdest thing happening in the world. So $5 subscription, you can drop out at any time, there's no commitment or anything like that, and you get immediate access to all of our episodes. So if you want you know, nearly 20 hours of extra content for $5 and want to hear what we thought about wrestling all the way from then until now that's how you can do it ten dollars can get you access to our monthly live streams and if you want to help steer the ship in the correct directions you can become a $50 backer and request an episode. Some amazing requests have come in over Christmas, people picking up episodes for loved ones as Christmas gifts. We appreciate all of our backers on Patreon. Thanks everyone for supporting this show. Special shout out as well if you want to follow us on Instagram. We are now posting there on the reg videos, pictures, goofs and gaffs and discussions about wrestling as a whole. Instagram.com forward slash how to wrestling but until next time when we hope to hear all about rowdy ronnie piper one of the greatest of all time it's a goodbye from me kevin and a goodbye from me joe and we'll see you next time on how to wrestling see ya believe me